The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. You want to hear the two trades? They involve the Canadians. Trade number one. Montreal Canadiens trade Alexander Romanoff and pick and pick number 98 in this year's draft to the New York Islanders in exchange for pick number 13 in this year's draft. <laughs> wow. Romanoff started to be a fan favorite here. Montreal trades picks number 13 and 66 in this year's draft to the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for Kirby Dock. And we're back. Uh, extremely fast, Matt. Uh, big, big trade. Essentially, uh, Romanov and picks for Kirby Dach. Uh, Kirby Dach in Chicago, second line center, third overall pick from 2019. Uh, it's, it's a huge trade. A, a, a really big fan favorite is leaving Montreal, obviously. But what is your take here? That's a blockbuster, man. Like, this is nuts. Basically, like, to sum it up, they had to trade the two picks, a 98 and 66, and Romanov to move up and get pick 13. Or, sorry, it was, no, it was it was pick 98 and Romanov to move up to 13, and then 13 and 66 for Doc. So they had to execute that between two different teams. I really like Kirby Doc, right? When they picked Slipkowski, my number one thing that I was upset said about is the Habs really needed to get a center and then they go out and they get Kirby Dog, a six foot four center uh, legitimate scoring threat I mean he had what 26 points last year on a really bad Chicago team as a 21 year old so he's he's got game he, he could legitimately be a number two center for the Montreal Canadiens um, this, this seems like a really good trade. It's hard to say because you don't know what you would have gotten with 99, 98 or 66 in terms of picks but you also knew that the Habs weren't going to make 14 picks in this draft, right? So the end of, at the end of the day, they basically gave up Alexander Romanov, who, yes, is a fan favorite, a personal favorite of mine. I love watching him play the way that he hits. People. Hey, I've been just, watching him since his K-Days. Been, yeah. you know, I've, 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 he's, this is my kid. Uh, but I understand no. the trade anyway, and I have to give credit where credit's due. Jason Paul, Wave Intel on Twitter, has said that Montreal would probably trade Romanov within a year and and I'm respect to Jason Paul because that's a very big statement and uh, and uh, he was right and I think in, yeah. in this case you maximize Romanov's value I, I think they did I mean they turned him into a young center that could legitimately form a second line for them moving forward for the next 10 years right um, 
I, I, I would have loved for them to get somebody who scored at a little bit of a higher rate. But again, he was playing on a really bad Chicago team last year. Um, he didn't get the opportunity to have, you know, Patrick Kane as a winger for the entire season and find out what he could do. And even if he did, I mean, I don't know how much he would have been able to do on that particular team. So, um, look, it's it's a really good trade for the Habs. And like you said, they probably maximize Romanov's value. What else were they going to do there, right? Again, yeah, and especially we, you, you have to look at it. Look at the pipeline of defenders coming into yeah. Montreal. One of them had to go. You take the one where you can get maximum value. And and I'm sad to say it because I re- you guys know I love Romanov. I'm still gonna love the Tsar. I'm 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 a little bit upset, but but I'm also I can see the logic behind this trade. Yeah, they really needed to get a center, uh, and you mentioned it, right? They have a lot of young defensemen coming up in the ranks. Um, they're at some point they were gonna have to trade a defenseman. They weren't gonna have space for everybody, right? Caden Gooley probably is jumping straight to the Montreal Canadiens next year. I do not think he's going to end up playing games for the Laval Rocket. He might play a few down there, but I think the bulk of his next year is going to be with the Montreal Canadiens. I, I spoke um, with Trevor Timmons. They almost played him uh, directly last year. So, of course, he's going yeah. to stay with the big team this year. I'm, I'm not even shocked about it. Like it's, it, For me, it's not a question. He's in. Norlinder is coming in as well. Um, yeah. I mean, the question is, what does this mean for Jeff Petrie? Well, uh, Jeff Petrie has reportedly requested a trade, right? And if they trade Jeff Petrie, which they have not been committal about whether or not they would do it. Kent, uh, Kent Hughes, in his last press conference, he said, we'll try to accommodate Jeff Petrie, but we want to make sure that it's something that's for the benefit of the Montreal Canadiens. So he's looking for a deal that actually improves the Montreal Canadiens moving forward if he trades Jeff Petrie. That being said, you know, if they do trade him, what are they going to be looking for? Are they going to be looking for more help up front or are they going to look for more defensive help? Are they going to try to parlay him into a younger, I guess, a younger version of him, right? They are rebuilding. Clearly, these moves suggest a rebuild. These moves suggest a move towards youth, um, which I guess uh, trading Romanov, he's one of their younger players, but it's opening a door for some of those younger players. So trading Jeff Petrie would do a similar thing. The question is, what can they get in terms of a return? Because if they don't get a mouthwatering return for Jeff Petrie, they're not going to trade him at all. They're going to hold on to him and they're going to let him mentor some of these younger players. Indeed. Um, we're sad to see uh, Romanov go. He's become a fan favorite ever since his K-Days and his big hits. But uh, I think it's a really, really clever move. You, you maximize the value going out and you have your second line center and, and a big boy, you know, put Slavkovsky with, with Kirby Dach and you have two six foot four players uh, that, that could really uh, turn over the opposing, uh, opposing team in the offensive zone. It, it's going to be really interesting. It's, it's, uh, right now, um, and we're not even halfway through the first round. I'm really <laughs> impressed with what Montreal is doing. Yeah, and they're they're definitely giving you your entertainment value, right? We got <laughs> uh, they they went with the non consensus number one. Um, however, uh, again, you know, as disappointed as I was when that pick was made, now that they got themselves a center, I'm settling into it a little bit more. I'm like, okay. We can we can afford to have not gone center uh, first overall because you know now we have one right or another one that we needed. So 
they're, they're, they're providing entertainment here. They're definitely trying to do some things. I, I, I like it overall. I'm still a little bit hesitant, but I'm starting to like it more and more. Now we got to wait for pick 26 and see what they do there because things are getting pretty wild here. <laughs> like everyone's going off the board. Matthew Savoy is still sitting there. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on here, but there might be some really intriguing names available at 26 unless the Montreal Canadiens decide to try to trade up again. Indeed. Uh, thank you guys. You've been listening to Hansen's Minded Extra. I'm sure there will be more extras this night.